Playoff baseball is underway. The Yankees are already out of the playoffs. My prediction was totally wrong in every single way. And my bracket is already busted. We've got more postseason action tonight and throughout the rest of this glorious month. Make sure you subscribe to Lockdown Royals anywhere you get podcasts from on today's show. We'll talk about the NL wildcard game. We're also talking about the rest of the postseason, adjusting brackets, and why it's so important for the Royals to get back to the postseason. All coming up on Locked on Royals. You are Locked on Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. Email the show, LockedOnRoyals at gmail.com. And on today's show, we will be discussing the AL wildcard game, and why baseball's expanded postseason will be a good thing for baseball. I know there's a lot of people out there who don't like the idea of expanded postseason, but I think it'll be great for baseball. Of course, last night's game was not great, right? Like, it was not what you would have hoped for, and that's okay because, you know, baseball is so game by game, and you just never know what's going to happen, but I don't know about you, But even as a fan of a team who's at home right now in the Royals, I was last night counting down the hours, the minutes, the seconds until we saw playoff baseball return, until we saw Yanks, Red Sox, and Fenway in the postseason. I was excited. I was jacked. And then it was that game, right, where it wasn't, it was a fine baseball game to watch, but it wasn't playoff baseball, right? Like, the crowd was great. It was a fine game, but you didn't feel like you were living and dying with every single pitch. You didn't feel like in the late late half of that game that seasons were on the line. I, I was frankly disappointed with the Yankees. I, I mean, they kind of rolled over quickly. In this one, they lose 6-2. to two. They only collect the six hits. Boston gets seven, and they score six runs, though, in that seven hit sprinkling. Not a great game. Of course, Garrett Cole was awful. I mean, just dreadful. And that contract now becomes interesting. I don't want to do the overreaction and say that that contract now is just terrible and awful and all that goes in with that. But you got to be worried. I mean, you just have to be. And maybe Garrett Cole comes out and shoves next year and is Garrett Cole, but there are clear warning signs of him going downhill. And I think that we should remember, because I'm sure we'll see more top-of-the-line, top-notch pitchers you know, get rocked a bit this pre, you know, this postseason. I think we should remember that you know, this offseason, I think, can go a long way for every pitcher. The sticky substance that got wiped out in the middle of the season 
You can say it's great for baseball to get that stuff out of the game. However, for the pitchers individually, sure, take that away from them. But to do it in the middle of the year was such a big adjustment that it was just thrown on top of you. And, I mean, we're talking about a sport here where guys can't bunt in September if they didn't bunt and practice bunting in February. This is not exactly a sport where players are adjusting and making the proper adjustments to their game. It's not a day-to-day or week-to-week sport. This is just they're stuck in their ways, they're creatures of habits, and they're going to do what they've done all year long, no matter how detrimental that is to them. So taking a beat, taking this offseason to get reacclimated with how to throw a baseball without sticky stuff and you know, what the new edge is, because these guys are competitors, these guys are fiery competitors, they're going to find something else that pushes the boundary of the rules. They're going to find something else that gets spin rate. They're going to find something else that they can utilize. And we'll see better pitching you know, next season as well. So I don't want to go overboard and call this a terrible contract and Garrett Cole a terrible pitcher and say he's over the hill and he's washed because I believe in that adjustment that's going to come on the offseason and on next season. Now, if he comes out next season and is very bad, like very bad, then I would hit the full-blown panic button, you know, if you're a Yankees fan or just somebody following the situation. Next season, the start will be incredibly crucial to me compared to everything that is going on. But we are inching closer to the best time of year, the absolute best time, where you've got NFL football in full swing, you've got college football in full swing, the NBA is ramping up, and you can pay attention if you want to, but you know if you're not fully into it, you know that's fine. It's there for you if you want it, but it's not mandatory. You have your kind of smorgasbord, your pick of the litter of what you want to watch right now. It's glorious. And we have our four-game Friday this Friday, which should be a national holiday, and nobody should have to work on four-game Friday when you've got playoff baseball starting at 1, at 3.30, at 6, at 8.30. There should be laws against, labor laws against working during a four-game Friday. That is one of the best and most incredible dates of the year. Hopefully, the AL can push it to a four-game Monday as well, pushing those series to game fours. That's what I'm rooting for without Kansas City into it. Just give us as many you know, four-day outcomes as you can, which would be two. It's going to be a great time. And there will be some great matchups, just some awesome matchups. You can check out Locked on MLB, and they'll have you covered there with all the breakdowns, all the recaps, even national insiders like Gordon Beckham, who played in the bigs, folks, played in the show. How many other networks are giving you that? YouTube, Locked on MLB is there for you. Podcast feed, Locked on MLB as well. I want to talk about baseball's expanded postseason as this show is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom changing the way we talk about sports. I think that adding more playoff teams would actually be very good for baseball and be very good for the sport. We'll talk about that coming up. But first, I want to say right now, better good friends over at Spotify Greenroom. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. It's the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. 
And once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite sports or about your favorite teams. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked on Royals once a week. You can finally join into this conversation you listen to every single day. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to the biggest news or rumors. You will have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked On Royals podcast through our Green Room conversations. Be sure to join me this week. I'll be hosting a room this week on Friday morning at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. So go right now and download our free Green Room app right now. Currently on all iOS devices, create your profile, link your Twitter account, and join the NFL, MLB, NHL groups, all your favorite leagues, all your favorite teams. Join those groups to stay updated. That way you never miss whenever I go live. Another way to be up to date whenever I go live is by following me on Green Room which is the same as my Twitter account at Rylan underscore styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Again, I'll be live on Friday at 11 a.m. Make sure you are there. I cannot wait to hear from you and your thoughts on the Royals in the offseason. See you there. Green Room changing the way we talk about sports. I want to say right now, better good friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts where the game starts. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season with a new updated site interface, even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline continues to be your number one source for all things football. Head over to the website or even use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Do not forget, code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, baseball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait Take advantage of this amazing offer available right now today for the 2021 seasons. Bet online is faster and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Folks, listen to this. BetOnline.ag. Type it in, search it up. Go to sports. It loads up. I want to bet on the Chiefs game. Go to football, NFL games. Bada bing, bada boom. I now have the line for the Chiefs. So the Chiefs are playing on Sunday Night Football against the Buffalo Bills this week, and the Chiefs are three-point favorites. The over-under is 56.5. You can take the money line as well. It's incredible what you can do and how fast you can do it at betonline.ag. Promo code LOCKEDON will get you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure you go over there and check that out. And also make sure you're making... Lockdown Royals, your first listen every single morning. We're here for you every single day, free and available on all of your platforms. For your second listen, make it Lockdown MLB for all of the national coverage of the postseason, which will in all likelihood be expanded next year with the new CBA coming up this offseason. They'll likely add in things such as the NLDH, such as expanded postseason, and everything that goes along with those lines. And sure that there's there's going to be other stuff, but it'll probably be minor stuff. That's probably the biggest change are those two things. It's too early, I think, 
to have automatic strike zone. It's too early, I think, to have anything crazy, right? Maybe they revoke the three batter minimum. Maybe they revoke the man on second, but it seems like those are here to stay, honestly. So that's the only big noticeable change I think that you will see. Of course, every CBA, though, there's like these minor details, such as in the last one, there was a big deal about bus rides. Like veterans got two seats on the bus because they're veterans and they need the space. Stuff like that that you and I shouldn't and don't care about will be added. But in terms of your enjoyment, your viewing experience, your habits of the game, it should just be the NLDH and an expanded postseason. Now, it's it's something that I find interesting, the expanded postseason, the reception to it. I'm not sure why everyone's against it other than, well, we've always done it this way. This is how it's always been done. So, of course, we're going to keep doing it this way. That's not a great reason to me. That's not a perfect reason. Because, to me, that same response was about replay. That same response was about the wild card game. And the wild card game is some of the best baseball memories that people have. I think that if you asked casual baseball fans their top moments not related to their team, right? So if you're a a, Yankees fan, not a Yankee memory, a baseball memory, a lot of them come from that wild card game. Primarily the Royals and A's wild card game. But there's been other great ones too in that wild card. So change can be good. Change can be very good. Now, it's about execution, I would say. I don't love the idea that they pitched last year and executed last year in that weird 60-game season of, hey, top two automatically get in. I don't like that. I hope that that's not the route they go when they expand. It should just be whoever's good, whoever's next in line in that wild card, you guys get in. That's how I would how I would do it. I think with expanded postseason comes a change to the wild card where there's no more one-game play-in you know, play games, you know, one-game wild card games. I think that it will move at least to a best of three, but best of three is still good. Like, like best of three still has that drama because losing one game of a best of three puts you in a bind. Puts you in a bind, especially playing them back-to-back-to-back. I would imagine there's no off days in the best of three, but maybe there would there would be because maybe you get a home game if you get to the best of three, so you have one travel day after games one and two. That would be interesting. Or maybe the travel days between games one and two because if you were good enough for home field, you'd want that advantage in game three, not game two. Wouldn't you? It, it, it presents some interesting kinks to work out, but as long as they expand the playoffs... And don't do that weird, you know, if you're just second place, you're automatically in. If they keep it a straight-up wild card, the way that the NFL is doing right now with their expansion, if they keep it that way, that'd be fun. That would be really, really fun. And it puts pressure on Kansas City to get in. I mean, I mean, Kansas City has enough pressure, which we'll talk about all offseason long. They've put pressure on themselves. They talk about how these young guys are going to be ready this year. They talk about how they're going to have Witt Jr. and Prado. And they've been selling us on 2022 for five straight years. And, you know, this year didn't look very close. And I know they played better in September and they played better at the end of the year. They do that every single season. So I don't really care about that. Like, we should stop accepting 
September results because it's been proven time and time again. Those mean nothing in the new season. This year, hot start collapsed. Just absolutely collapsed in a historic way. Embarrassingly collapsed. A couple 10-game losing streaks. I don't want to hear about the good September. But even looking at this roster and this team on paper, this should be a playoff team. You make the proper moves, and these young guys are as good as you think that they are. This should be a playoff team, especially in an expanded field. So the Royals will be a part of the first inaugural, you know, expanded postseason format, whatever that looks like long-term. And they should be. And you should expect nothing less than the playoffs this year. Because that's what they've told you to expect. At some point, you got to take them for their word. Dayton Moore's told you, 2022. The insiders have told you, 2022. It's 2022. And, and what's interesting is, I believe them. What's interesting is, there's not a ton of moves that need to happen. It's just execution. We'll talk about that coming up. But first, I'll say right now, my good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off of your next order. So, they have amazing flavors. Coconut, cherry raspberry, cherry barcia, mint brownie, double chocolate brownie, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My favorite flavor is, of course, cookies and cream. I love it. If you've not tried all the flavors, you should order a mix box. The mix box gives you two of each flavor. You try them all out and then reorder the flavor you love the most. Most bars have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. All tasting, all healthy, all great at BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your next order. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. Shrek and field team. How about that? So we're back on Lockdown Royals on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Make sure you're checking out the Lockdown MLB podcast. Thank you for making Lockdown Royals your first listen every single morning. Now make your second listen. Lockdown MLB, Paul Francis Sullivan brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues, past and present. It's free and available on all platforms. So the interesting case of the Royals. I think we'll catch national people off guard. Like, why in the world is this Kansas City fan base so obsessed with the playoffs this year? Did you not see that team last year? Did you not see, you know, the way that they played on the field last year? They went 74 and 88, and they have almost the same roster. Why are people so obsessed with the Royals in the postseason in Kansas City? Because the roster will look the same. I wouldn't expect any huge moves this offseason. Sure, you add on the margins. You, you add certain players, like certain veterans, the way you did a year ago. But you shouldn't expect a ton. You shouldn't expect a headliner. You shouldn't expect something huge this offseason. And that's the weird part. 
That's the puzzling part. Because I believe them whenever they sell you on 2022. All I'm saying is, you got to believe it too, and you've got to hold them accountable for that. And when Dayton Moore says it's still playoffs in 2022, and we believe this is the roster to do it, it sounds weird whenever you're under 500, but you look at at this roster, on paper they should be good. They should be very good players. They should be a playoff roster. It's just about playing better. Your young pitchers had a struggle out the gate and were awesome in the second half of the season. That's something that I will take positively from this September stretch we see every single season. Because I think that the pitching stuff does carry over. I don't think a hot month for a hitter matters. I think for young pitchers, though, a good three months, as we saw from Hernandez, from Lynch, from all all of our young pitchers, a good last month, a good last two months, a good last three months, however long you want to put on it. And for Carlos Hernandez, he was awesome. He he was awesome all season long. I should say all second half of the season long. I think that that stuff carries over for pitchers more than hitters. That confidence boost, that that kind of feeling, right? Feeling, how am I pitching this? How am I throwing this ball? How am I doing all these different things that are making me successful? And duplicating that is easier as a pitcher than a hitter, I think. And there's just somebody who, of course, doesn't play Major League Baseball, so maybe I'm totally wrong on that. But I just feel like I can put more stock. I feel more comfortable betting on the pitchers duplicating it than the hitters in terms of a hot September. But you look at this roster. Let's just go over for the lineup. Salvador Perez has been an MVP level hitter for two straight years. I don't see a reason why he would slow down at that. You know, maybe you know, he needs more DH days this year. Maybe he needs a day at first base. Whatever it is, in terms of at the plate, he should still be an elite MVP season. Now we all love Salvador Perez, but he's 31 years old, and this era of athlete can go for a long time, right? Like bodies don't break down quite the way they used to. So I don't want to put a ceiling on Perez, but there should be a sense of urgency. And if he surpasses that, right, whatever Dayton Moore projects, like if, if I think it's safe to assume, hey, you got at least two more years of MVP Perez, that's what you should be working under. And if he's an MVP for that third year, for that fourth year, for that fifth year, that's that's money, house money, brilliant. I mean, that's just, that's just a cherry on top. But there should be urgency right now and next season to build a roster around him while he's playing at that Hall of Fame, MVP, elite hitting catcher. So you need Perez to do what he did last year. Carlos Santana started out good. He gave you what you wanted him to do in that hot stretch in April. And he finishes the year terribly. Really, since that hot month in April, has been terrible. When Merrifield is still an elite player. Hunter Dozier is supposed to be a good ball player. And this is going to be a season where Hunter Dozier shows you what he is in 2022. If Hunter Dozier's bad again in 2022, you got to cut bait. You have to cut bait. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. That contract that you gave him last last spring doesn't matter. Nothing matters if he's bad in 2022. So he has immense pressure on him, and that could bring out the best or the worst in Hunter Dozier. But that's an improvement your roster could make just by simply turning the page on a new season. Just by simply having Hunter Dozier at a good September roll that into next year. That's an improvement. That's not a signing at the winter meetings. So it's stuff that national people might not get. Now, Nicky Lopez is a great case study. He's going to be a gold glover defender. Nicky Lopez is going to be a gold glove defender. But when you're projecting out how this team will do, you cannot bank on a 300 hitter. You cannot bank on a 744 OPS. And if he does that again next year, again, that's house money, but you can't bank on it. What you can bank on is gold glove level fielding. 
you can bank on nothing from Mondesi, right? When he plays, he's really good. But he got 126 at-bats this year. Not games, at-bats this year. You cannot bank on anything from Mondesi, and credit to Dayton Moore for saying that himself publicly, and he knows it. You're also going to call up Bobby Witt Jr. While that's not a signing, it is an improvement. It is an addition. You're also going to call up, of course, Nick Prado. Not a signing, not a, not a trade, but it is an improvement. Internal improvement. And if Santana can get on base and can help your lineup, then all of a sudden you've got Santana sliding over to the DH spot. You've got Prado at first base. You've got an infield that features Lopez and Modesty and Witt Jr. An outfield that, fe- that features Whit Merrifield as an elite player. Benatendi, who's really good last season and is going to get better. And then Michael A. Taylor is going to be an elite center fielder. And even throw in there Kyle Isbell, who, who knows what he'll be. Like we, I think that sometimes people forget Kyle Isbell is 24 years old and is still a prospect and can still be very good in this league. And he hit last year 772 OPS and a, 770, a 276 you know, batting average. He can still be very good. So this team will make strides, not to mention the young pitchers that we went over. Add a couple bullpen arms, and you should still be striving for the playoffs, even as the record this year was not where you wanted it at. It just wasn't. And it's sad that you couldn't capitalize on a very bad division this year. Outside of the White Sox, the White Sox were great, but you, know, you really could have beat up this year on the Twins. You really could have beat up this year on Cleveland. You really could have beat up this year on a scrappy but not great Detroit team. Right? They play some great baseball, but they finish like three games better than you. So even as we were celebrating Detroit, oh, look at the feel-good story, they were not much better than Kansas City last year. You, you could have beat up on them if you played at your A top level. So you missed a chance this year? And will you get that chance next year? Will Minnesota still be bad next year? Will Cleveland still take a step back next year? And, and they salvaged a bit of their season, of course, finishing just two games below five hundred. But will they take another step back next year? And then what's Detroit do? Because Detroit will have these same conversations. You listen to Lockdown Tigers, I would almost guarantee you that their host is saying the same thing I am. Hey, you get you get you call up, you know, Torkelson. You call up whoever at Riley Green, and then boom, you've improved. You got a great manager. Postseason bound in the expanded postseason. So you're combating with that as well. What are your expectations for 2022? Let me know on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Until next time, be good. Be good to one another.